I said, what you know about it? It's the stool, baby. Got the knees in plus. Young stool, baby. And the room a lot. Hello, hello. You're listening to The Stew. I'm Jason Stewart. Andre Conaparo, say hello. Hello. One guest today, my old friend Marissa A. Ross. Hello. What's up? Nothing much. Just uh, hanging out <laughs> with you guys. <laughs> When's the last time you did a podcast, Ross? Um, Not I, my podcast, I just like, in general. Oh, I haven't done one since then. I've, uh, no one, no one really asks me to be on podcasts. Bullshit. 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 I did do Tall Tales, yeah, a Delicious. couple years ago. Yeah, you've, you've done podcasts. I've done a lot of podcasts. Lot of um, pods. I guess... I don't know when the last time I, I oh I did um I did the food cast a couple weeks ago for Bon Appetit but I don't know if it's up mm. yet so did mm-hmm. that and uh, yeah Bon Appetit food cast the, yes I've listened to that a few times I haven't <laughs> <Not> just kidding <laughs> yeah I only listen to episodes that I'm on but I mean yeah, not, those ones are great not for me Bon Appetit <laughs> yeah who needs it right <laughs> what is it <laughs> I think it's like a I don't know don't I don't know, know. It. it's like a print magazine it's a website don't know it oh, it's, it's a, mag- a newspaper yeah it's like a newspaper yeah. okay cool. I've noticed that there are a lot of there's a lot of food podcasts on iTunes, and there's like eight of them that are good. Yeah, wow. Out of like a thousand <laughs> or like two thousand, but I feel like there's just as many. This is Jason talking, by the way. <laughs> it's true, but there's just as many wine podcasts and like oh, yeah. coffee podcasts. Yeah, but like the wine ones. I don't listen to those. It makes me wonder, like, it really makes me wonder, like, what's going on on these wine podcasts that have, like, seven listens by someone's aunt in Idaho who's just like, let's start a wine podcast. Yeah, and that's great for them. I'm, like, really excited that people start wine podcasts. I think mm-hmm. that they probably only have seven listeners, though, because wine is something that visually is hard. Like, visually, wine is already hard because it's, like, in the bottle and it's in the glass and, like, there it is. Uh, but it's even worse if you can't see it. Like, if you're talking... If I'm, like, like we're drinking wine right now, so it's like, oh, so we're having this lovely Beaujolais village and it smells like cranberry juice out of a little mm. jar and, you know... The, the, the bottle is cares. kind of a wine bottle-shaped bottle. It's and- a wine bottle-shaped <laughs> bottle, yeah. There's a Comic Sans on it. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's my that's my favorite part. Yeah, this, this fucking wine... Fucking pisses me off. <laughs> you were nice enough to bring a wine over. I did. I actually just needed to talk. I'm just kidding. Right, you needed to <laughs> yeah. exist in yeah, society, exist society and yeah. interact with other humans. Yeah, 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 and exactly. I get that. And we'll get into your crippling alcoholism <laughs> on the second half of the show. Um, I'm glad that we've already like um, ironically talked shit about my work, mm-hmm. talking about how, how I'm an alcoholic. This is going to go great. I'm probably yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely going to be working for Bon Appetit the way this it time works next here, year. Like, <laughs> you make a few big cuts and then you kind of smooth it out Perfect. in the end. Oh, you read I the game. Th- <laughs> I was excited about just like being like totally just steamrolled this whole time. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. welcome. We don't welcome. steamroll on this pod. Oh, darn. I'm really <laughs> just looking for someone to ruin my life. <laughs> I, I feel like when you get the wine bottle that has the strange Comic Sans font where like the label looks like someone's mom made it at the library, I feel like that's a sign that it's going to actually be a good wine. Lately. Like they're, they're putting more... Lately, I, for me, I'm just like, did Franz just get 
word, Microsoft Word, yes. this past year because <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden all these uh, wines from France have Comic Sans on them, and Comic Sans is like my least one of my least favorite fonts. And I wouldn't have as much of a problem if they didn't also mix it with other fonts. Oh yeah, and I'm just like, dude, if you're gonna go Comic Sans, just fucking go Comic Sans. I mean, like, design wise, it is a nightmare. Design wise, it's a nightmare. Um, but yeah, you're right. I don't want to admit it, but. Actually, the wines with Comic Sans are pretty good. Because it means that they're, they have no time to focus on the design of their label because they're so busy making a perfect wine. Yes, or it's because their label in France or wherever the wine is from isn't legal in the States, and they didn't have time to like redo the label uh, for the yeah, States. Because in the States, the, the alcohol labeling process is has different. to go through a lot of yeah. approvals. Yeah. Like, for all we know, this bottle of wine had like a big vagina on it in France because they allow right. that sort of thing. Or in France, it could be like I assume a that of all wine labels. <laughs> I wish that was true of all li- wine labels. Yeah. And then on the... On the converse side, whenever I see a wine, I, maybe like when I first started getting into wine, you would see a bottle like you're in your early 20s and you'd see a bottle with like a cool looking artistic hip label and you're like, oh, I'll buy that one at Trader Joe's. And now I feel like that's a sign that the wine is going to be stupid when it has like an overly designed, yeah. really nice, cool, pretty Portland head ass label kind of thing. Um, it's interesting you of bring like that an up. Eight millimeter. Well, I'm working camera. on a, Yeah, I'm working on a piece about this right now for Bon Appetit. Um, the, the, the great newspaper. Yeah. Um, wonderful newspaper. newspaper. You guys um, should do it in color. I, I know, right? I've been I've been begging them, but we're doing a piece on that where it's like. Because there is this whole thing now with wine labels where there are a lot of really shitty wines that are now putting a lot of money into the marketing, which sucks because we're all human and um, we like aesthetically pleasing things. But there are really good wines with really great labels. So we're doing a piece on like wines that um, taste as good as they look, which will mm. be this spring. Um, because there are um, out there, but it's also true. Like I'm always a little skeptical, especially like at Trader Joe's. I'm like, mm. right. isn't yeah? Well, isn't the big conversation in mass-produced wine versus smaller vintage? It's like 95 percent of mass-produced wine goes into marketing. Yeah. Whereas you go to smaller producers and it, it's in the 5%. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, so my work in wine writing focuses entirely on natural wine, which is only really 10%, maybe even less, of like all of the wine production, all the world. 10% um, seems like a lot even, though. I'm surprised. It, it is, but not... I mean, but if you go to the, like, the grocery store, you know, and like you see how much wine is produced, I mean, there's like millions and millions and millions of producers, and then sure. there's probably like maybe a million at, at most Mm-hmm. Um, natural wine producers, um, and yeah, that is the bigger. And you drink most of that. I drink all of it. Um, I've drank in all yeah. one million uh, natural wines. Yep. Um, I actually did uh, just this past month. Uh, How are you still alive? Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm just a, a high power. If she mutant. stops drinking, she'll die. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> she's like the speed. You've seen the movie Speed? Yeah. She's yeah. Like exactly. A human I'm the wine bus. Speed movie. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I'm the bus. <laughs> plus, if I get below two point two, I explode. Uh, it's sad because it's true. No, I'm just kidding. It's not true. It's not true at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the the most of the natural wine. I mean, natural wines now do have a lot of cool labels, and yeah. so there are some like the people that like just hate on natural wines. They hate on natural wines. They're like they only like them because they're cool labels. It's like fuck off. Like that's mm-hmm. not true. Like there's natural mm-hmm. wines that have great labels that are really good, and there's natural wines with cool labels that also suck, just like every single other right. wine in the world. You know, mm-hmm. the label is not. Don't ju- don't judge a wine by its label. Yeah. As as a side note, this wine, this beautiful wine you brought, um, is from Lou, which we talk about and love very much. The shop in Me Los Feliz, but if he ever there, but I do. Wait, what? Oh, 
Well, <laughs> I love Lou. Um, I wish I could buy more of the wine there. What do you think about Lou? But, oh, Lou's Lou. But I think, um, I feel like if ever there's a wine shop that doesn't try to carry itself on how the labels look, it's Lou. Yeah, I Lou. I feel like it's, it's strictly about what's in the bottle. And that's not necessarily, like, I'm not saying that other wine shops don't also care as much, but I think... I think there's just, uh, you know, you go in there sometimes and I look around and I'm like, all of these wines must be incredible because they look like they're somebody's kid got to choose, like, <laughs> yeah. what was going on. Yeah, that yeah. makes me excited. Like and when you see, like, ugly running shoes that, that you didn't know cost $280. Yeah. You're that's, like, oh, I'll my... be a good runner if I buy these. Mm-hmm. Oh, my laundry's in. Oh. I gotta go. It's been a good podcast. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for having me. <laughs> it was great. Uh, I agree. I love Lou um, very much. It's like my, my shop. That's, yes. where, that's where it's, I mostly go. It, it's great. Shap? My shap. I don't know why I said that. I'm from like an hour away. But. I was like, is that like your chaperone? Like when you go to like I do a, need a chaperone when actually you, when I go. Otherwise, I'll just spend all the money. When you go to these wine events, do you have like a bodyguard or chaperone person? No, but I should get one. You should get one? I need one. I need one. My husband is sometimes that person, but also I'm a handful and I like running around and just having mm-hmm. a good time. So. Has anyone ever pulled one of those like baby tether things or like... Like when you no, bring no. A I'm, a, I'm a grown woman. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if you can see from this far. I know I'm a lot shorter than you are. And uh, <laughs> is the bodyguard <laughs> to keep you from falling asleep in a bathtub, or oh, is it no, to keep the people like, away from you? Both. Is it like a Whitney Houston situation, <laughs> or is it like? No, 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 no. I'm. I'm. Um, don't you dare me, Ross. No, I'm no. <laughs> This is going poorly. Everyone's going to be like, uh, this is like some little peep fucking... Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> sorry. sorry, that was maybe too soon. I, I was trying to avoid yesterday. talking about little peep on my food podcast, but here we are. <laughs> he knew I was going to bring it up, so you, you knew I was going to bring it. it up, Mom. Um, anyways, no, um, I just... I, I, my, the reason I probably need a bodyguard is because um, my husband says I have like a very agreeable face and demeanor. So when people approach me to talk to me, I will get stuck talking to someone for like an hour. Mm. Oh, you need and a, like, hey, can I borrow you for one second, yeah, bodyguard? Mm. Yeah, one of those, just yeah. to keep me like... Um, yeah, what's the opposite of a wingman? That's what you need. Yeah. No, I need a, wing, a cough That's block. for sure a wingman. Oh, yeah, I guess it's a wingman. Yeah, but it's that's a wing so- person. Wing person. Wingman. Wing person. Wing, pe- wing person. Gotta, you- <laughs> I need like a bell for my wing person. Um, yeah, no, so- no falling asleep in bathtubs. I don't do that, so we don't have to worry about that. But um, you are the victim of stopping chats. Yeah, I'm mm. really bad. I'm really bad at it. In fact, it's, it's a problem. I'm thinking about, I mean, stopping chats, a lot of my friends are so bad at them. And I don't really know if it's something that I want to take the time to like teach them how to get better at it because I don't really care that much. But I've what got- are you what are you talking about? Stop and chat. No, no, no. But as far as like what, wh- how do you define a bad stop and chat? Like awkward? When no, you're no, there no, for no. like Some, an hour. Somebody who is not able to. Oh, your brother? <laughs> no, 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 no. My, not my brother. <laughs> This is because Stewie knows everybody that he walks by and is the friendly okay, yeah, guy. Okay, my brother. And, like, my brother does a lot of stop and chat. Like he stop and chat. Like go to Highland Park with him and add to go two hours. Because I'm, I'm, my stop and chats are are like questionably, like rudely too fast. Like mm-hmm. I, I get in and I get out a little too. Your fast. Your stop and chats involve. In my experience, more hands than talk. Hey, there's he. Yeah, there he is. Because <laughs> yeah, you don't remember their names. You're like, oh, hey, 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 chief. Yeah. That's what I do, too. Yeah, if you get a hand gesture from Jason, he does not know who you are. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. If I call you slugger or chief, yeah. <laughs> and there's a hand gesture, 
For sure don't know your name. Lucky. Ace, there you are. <laughs> there you are. All right, buddy. I'm working big dog in lately. Ooh, I like that one. You should try it. I should try that. Actually, I think that'd be bad. Hey, big dog. Like, no. No, don't. Not going to work for me. Don't yeah. sexualize yeah. big dog. Oh, damn. I did it again. You got to start with a what up. Yeah, what up, big dog. No, nope, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that was worse than chef. <laughs> Wait, wait, sorry, and I, I think I cut you off. You were going to say something about your stuff and chats. Oh, uh, they're just long and... I'm just too... I'm too nice. Well, look, I feel like it's more demonstrative that you're excited about talking about wine if we're in the context of being yes. wine events. You're just and a you diplomat about girl. what you do and yeah. you like to talk to it. And exactly. To be honest, maybe it's glass half full that everyone you're going to meet is going to have a great conversation and you forget that that's not the I case that that's every time. It's not the case every it time. Sometimes I'm time. wasted. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, don't you just love this? Blah. You leave it all on the table, though. You you leave it all on the stage, I should say. And yes. then when you come home, you just ugh. No, and then I just put it on Insta Story and just like continuously embarrass <laughs> myself throughout the entire. Hey guys, hey guys, <laughs> just got back from Raw Wine. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh god, <laughs> bad news bears. I did not go to Raw Good Wine stuff. last weekend. I, I was told that I could apply for a press pass, but Ooh. I did not think that that was true after looking over the requirements for the press pass you could have we could have made it work but i did not go i know i would have seen you <laughs> i would have seen your big ass there yeah but, I, yeah you're very you would have been much taller than everyone else there besides eric wareheim but who you could also see above the crowd so yeah wareheim and i almost the exact same height how tall are you six nine i think he's 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 like an inch shorter than me yeah anyways you i would have i would have seen you at raw wide is the point Everyone else was very European and small. Was it a successful event? I thought it was a very successful event. Um, mm-hmm. I drank a lot of wine, and it was very good, <laughs> and uh, um, I had a good time. Tell when us drink, more about raw wine. When you drink all this wine... <laughs> <laughs> well, raw wine... So raw wine is a uh, natural wine fair um, that they throw around the world. There's one in London, there's one in New York, and this year um, was the first one in Los Angeles. And I forget how many vendors there were, but there was a, there was like a hundred, um, natural winemakers from around the world and showcasing their wines. And, you know, you go and you drink wine. (laughs) Sounds great. Yeah. It's a, it's a good time. It is a good time. Although when there's like a hundred winemakers, you know, things can get, things get a little rowdy quickly. Mm, Rowdy. Rowdy. What is rowdy for a wine festival, though? Like, there's no fist fights. No, well, maybe. Did you see anyone throw a glass of wine into somebody else, like real no, housewife No, but I style? wanted to, but I didn't. Oh, man. That's I really the, wish I could. One day I'm going to. Dream. I think rule of thumb, you got to throw a white if you're going to see that. Red w- is just disrespectful. Oh, no, no. If, someone's, if, if someone is, some people deserve red. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know mm-hmm. what? Some people deserve red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right in their fucking faces. Um, in the bottle. Yeah, just and then you just smack the bottle and just like fucking shank them. Just let's, right na- let's name those names. Let's yeah, I'm like, people. all right, so here we go. I like pull out the scroll <laughs> yeah. out of my pocket. All right, here are all my arch nemesis I should have thrown wine on. Uh, it hits the floor and just rolls all the way into the kitchen. Yeah, like, yeah. Wow, so many you people. don't like a lot of people. Um, just the two that are in this room. Oh, <laughs> and guys. I just, I'm just kidding. How much, how much free wine do you get? Just on a, on like a monthly basis, maybe. Um, I probably don't get as much free wine as people think that I do because I actually don't accept most of it um, to keep my journalistic integrity uh, because I I think it's important for me to, while I don't have integrity in a lot of other ways, um, I do Mm. have it in my writing. I like the wines that I write about to be something that I'm actually purchasing myself and, 
you know, because a lot of the wines that I'm writing about are twenty, thirty dollar bottles of wine, and that's a big leap for people that maybe are going from like buying like a five dollar wine at Trader Joe's with a cool label, and they're mm-hmm. like, "What the fuck? Like, how do I afford this?" Um, so I think it's important to like be a part of that and um, mm-hmm. and relate that way, you know, because it's. I mean, but it is different because it's my life, so I'm fine like spending way too much money on wine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do get some free wine. I got I get some free wine. I get a lot of leftovers. Like I'm kind of known as like this garbage disposal because the reps <laughs> the reps will come. So like you want the rest of my glass? You mean like the spit bucket? You get the spit bucket. <laughs> yes, I actually get the spit bucket. Yeah. Um, at, at the end of the night, all the restaurants just come by with a big spit bucket for Ross, me. Ross, all this uh, all this orange wine has turned. Do you yeah. want it? Oh my god! I'm like no. I'll uh, take it. Yeah. Well, so no, but the the way that like um, with wine tastings with reps, this has to be the most boring podcast you guys have ever done. No, but uh, uh-uh. the- we're gonna make we're gonna make fun of you and stuff soon. Don't worry. Oh, don't worry. I'm oh, not. there's so much. It's okay. You can make fun of me all you want. Everyone does. No, you um, do. It. So with the reps, what they do is like they have open bottles of wine, you know, that they've gone mm-hmm. to like Lou or like Domain, yeah. and like they're showing like everyone, and so then they have like half, you know, half empty, half yeah. half full mm-hmm. bottles of wine. There you go. And they're like, yo. I don't really need to take this home because I've been drinking it all day. Let's dump it at Marissa's house. And I'm like, yes, just leave it on the porch. (laughs) Like, I'll be there. Like, because I work from home. So I'm like, yeah, just drop it off. So it kind of that works out really nicely because I can try a lot of things because it was getting really pricey for me to buy everything because you don't Mm -hmm. like everything and you don't want to write about everything. So I do get that. I do get people's leftovers for free. I'm like a homeless person, Um, (laughs) the homeless homeless wine writer. (laughs) So, but always warm. Always warm. <laughs> I like to just imagine you in your house, like <laughs> reading a book and just hearing the clanking of like a case of wa- half empty wine bottles on your doorstep, and you're like, <gasps> and like, the, like the dog runs over and paws at the door. That's it. That's kind of what happens. <laughs> that's, that's not that far from the truth. That's just usually me like writing or like actually like pulling my hair out, being like, oh, why aren't I writing? And then being like, wait, what was that? Zizu, do you hear it too? <laughs> Amy Atwood's here. And then it's just like I bolt out the door and I'm like, yes. I don't even make them park. I just like run out there and grab them from them. Does your, does your dog ever drink a little bit of wine? You ever give your dog a little squirt? No, no. He's, he, he once had a phase with a, a drink called Keith Richards, the, the orange soda and whiskey concoction. Oh, I don't know about that I'm one. not familiar with oh, that. Oh, yeah. Apparently it's called the Keith Richards. It's just orange soda and whiskey, so it's really not much. But apparently that's what Keith Richards used to drink. That's and my dog one up. night, like, this was when I was like 22, so it was many moons ago. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was yesterday. <laughs> um, but um, my dog got in, like, someone put like a Keith Richards on the ground, and my dog went at it and got drunk. And then I think that that kind of destroyed alcohol for him. I think he um, could never go back. And, oh, you know, shit. I respect his decision. <laughs> You know. For Jason, it was SoCo. <laughs> yeah, dude, me too. <laughs> SoCo, SoCo. Yeah, I drank, I drank like a bottle of SoCo, like in outside of a rave in San Bernardino. Oh, and then everything I, about this is awful. And I woke up and I was like laying, laying on like the asphalt next oh. to a chain link fence, and I couldn't tell if the fence was the floor or if the asphalt was a wall. Oh. Yeah, That's... but he tagged both just to be sure. <laughs> But I made sure to uh, tag both of them with my marker. Depending on, he's like, I don't know. You gotta have like, both. Cover the bases. <laughs> yeah, gotta cover all your bases. What do you, so you, so you actually completed a book and wrote it, I which did. is amazing. Thank you. In, a, in, a, in like a year. It was like kind of crazy. I wrote a book about wine. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I don't just drink it and um, pass out in bathtubs. Were you, um, did you I find also, yourself, I'll be the judge of that. Do you find yourself <laughs> to be a naturally 
inclined writer, or was it something you had to really work at to to get it all done? Were the, the pages book? just were the, yeah? Were you were? Um, there was parts. Well, the the book the. I mean, have you I, ever had writer's block? Is what I'm asking. Oh yeah, every day, <laughs> every day I'm like, oh, you're the worst writer ever. You can't get anything on the page, and then it's like. Then it like from like five p.m. Then you hit the bong and then it all just starts. No, falling. no, I did cannot hit the bong. Then no writing gets done. Um, <laughs> that happens after the writing is done. The bong is like my treat to myself. Of like, good job, Marissa. Right. You don't have to have an anxiety attack tonight. You can, the, you can enjoy you yourself. Pour all the samples in a fishbowl and then throw mm-hmm. a straw in it. Exactly. And then those creative juices. So, yeah. so the weed is the carrot at the end of. Yeah, the, exactly. Okay. Exactly, that is it is. the opposite of what you just said, but somehow that's, like, that's the reward that's pushing like, her to. Yeah, finish because that if I chapter. smoke a bong without. Finishing what I'm supposed to do, I will like have a. I will have to take a Klonopin, and then really nothing will get done. Yeah. Oh. Um, so that's that's not fun because I do have like really horrible anxiety, and I do have writer's block. But the book was interest. The book was interesting because parts of it were really easy. Because well, I guess I should tell tell people what the book is. So my book is <laughs> called Blind All the Time: The Casual Guide to Confident Drinking, and it's about um, everything you need to know to drink better right now when it comes to like wine, like. And I really just wanted to give people something that they could read and have fun with and enjoy and then be able to go and buy wine or order wine and feel better about it. And like if they wanted like deep dive into the wine Bible or, you know, like a Janice Robinson book after that, then great. But like it's really hard to just get into wine as a general consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, so parts of the book were really easy to write. Like the first couple chapters where I'm just talking about myself, which comes very naturally to me, um, as you can tell. Get um, it for free from people. Yeah. <laughs> Chapter one. Yeah, exactly. What? Exactly. No, this book is Wake terrible. up and wait for the free wine to show up <laughs> at your house. Yeah. It's the only way to learn about wine, guys. Um, just collect all the free uh, leftovers. Um, but then there was, you know, then there's like harder stuff. Like wine, like when you're... For me, like my job and my job at Bon Appetit too is like to take complex, um, complex things about wine and make it fun and kind of simple. And mm-hmm. that kind of fucking sucks to do. Like when you're talking about like you know, um, you know, spontaneous fermentations or like you know, or any fermentation or you know, the yeast and all this stuff. And then you're like, all right, fuck, how do I explain this like huge concept that takes a lot? And like microbiologists do this shit. How do you take that and like condense it into like a fun, jokey, like layman's way that also is true to the information? And so that was hard. Without sounding like you're dumbing it down, but also yeah. by dumbing it down. And yeah, exactly. There's it's, a lot of nuance there, I, I bet. Yeah, so that that's hard. That's hard. Just like getting, like taking these really, really complex things and making that fun because a lot of wine is really fucking boring. If you're not drinking it, you know, like if, like if you're drinking wine, it's fun. But like if you're reading about it, and you're like, oh my god, are you serious? I don't fucking care about the Northern Rhone. Like I'm not. I'm not, I don't have a Northern Rhone wine here. Like I don't want to fucking read about this shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's. Or when you're at Albertsons asking for where the Northern Rhone wines are. <laughs> yeah. And the stock boy's you like start, Sauvignon Blanc. You start to hit a roadblock. Good sir, yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah, well, yeah. We got like four Coppolas down there on the end cap. <laughs> yeah. Seventeen dollars for a beautiful California Pinot Noir. Mm-hmm. Do you like those Sofia Coppola wine and the champagne in a can? I think that's one of the worst. Well, <laughs> don't they have? Isn't the name a color or something? What are they called? I think they're, they're just they're, called Sofia. Like Sofia or something. Yeah. Well, that's like just means like white wine, right? Um, but um, the thing about all wine is that there is a time and a place for all of it. For example, mm-hmm. there's like some really bullshit, shitty three dollar wines in the world that if you're like out camping with your buddies and like that's the last bottle you guys have and like you're around a campfire in yosemite or something like you're gonna still have a 
a good time probably, even though it's not something you would drink, uh, you know, um, around a great meal at home. Mm-hmm. So I try not to, I try not to just, you know, I try not to talk shit about any wine in particular mm-hmm. because I think there is a time and a place for all of it. But also I don't like that wine. Do you, <laughs> do you feel like you have to really control what you're saying now that you have a bigger voice in the world about wine? Oh, well. Oh, guys. Guys. Oh, my God. For listeners at home, she's uncontrollably crying. She's sobbing right now. It's just like so much to realize. I I didn't even know I had a platform. Um, So. um, Well, it's a newspaper. Let's calm down. It's a newspaper. You know, and then I got that that, that scrapbook Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about it. Um, um, I just try to be, I don't, I mean. I just try not to offend people because everyone's in a different place. In, like, there's tons of wines that I think fucking suck. And, like, I'm fine being like, yo, that shit fucking sucks. It's like we're one-on-one. <laughs> yeah. But I don't ever want to um, discourage people from drinking any wine. And we're everyone's in a different place in their wine drinking, like, life and, like, mm-hmm. evolution. And, you know, as someone that started drinking Two Buck Chuck and now... You know, we're drinking a, you know, a Marcel Joubert, like, Beaujolais mm. Village, you know, mm. like... Marcel Bouj- no, I can't. A, I'm, like, I'm like laughing too hard now. We've come a long way from, from yeah, Chuck. Yeah, you know, like this is, you know, so I, can't, I never want to, I never want to offend anyone or make anyone feel bad because I feel like that's like, God. I feel like that's like been a big problem in wine is that like people have been made to feel bad and, mm-hmm. and they've been made to feel yeah. like they're not um, like smart enough or like don't have the right taste or all this shit. And it's like, dude, like that's everyone starts the fun part about wine to me though. You that know? is the fun yeah. part for Jason really about everything. Those people. Just yeah. dumping on I people. I know. Well, in my personal time, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> in my personal time, I'm just going through my Instagram messages. I'm like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck is you. It? Gonna dump red wine on your goddamn face. No, no but uh, you also don't kick a dead horse. Like Ludo Lafib's not like, Yoshinoya sucks. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, I mean, at a certain point with what you're writing about and talking about, <laughs> I yeah. mean, like, you're, like not gonna, you're not going to tell people, like, Sophia isn't great. Yeah. They'll be like, wow, thanks. That's how you got your job? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, I mean, there's things well, I work for Coppola for don't need to be said. Minute. And there's, well, not even, okay, you didn't even say it. You love it. You love Sophia. We yeah, get it. Yeah, no, well, but, I mean, at a point, it's like. Getting paid versus loving you, something are two different things. Yeah. What do you, do? I mean, <laughs> yeah. You don't really need to kind of broach that subject at a certain point. You can just let it live. Yeah, and I, I, I get, um, I've gotten some criticism in the past of like not writing negative reviews. Um, mm-hmm. um, but I'm just like, why am I gonna, like, if, why am I gonna write a negative review about something that someone else might enjoy? And like, I don't want to ruin that experience for them. Like, um, I just think that that's like, like we we're talking about, like, wine is so much of like where you're drinking it, who you're drinking it with, set and setting. I'm not going to like fucking shit all over something that you could actually enjoy. And like maybe, and I don't want to take away from that. Like even if it's something I, I don't like. So usually if I just don't write about something, you kind of know that I, I either a sure. got, I got, I enjoyed it too much and mm-hmm. I drank it too quickly to write about it. Mm-hmm. Or B, I decided that it wasn't good enough for me to promote there's on a, my platform. There's a much more intelligent conversation to be had about broader strokes than picking on one cheap wine that you find in a grocery store, right? Absolutely. So if you're, if you're going to have a conversation about labels and kind of co-opting artistic integrity and like small producers by larger producers to try and make it look like a small produced wine, that's a conversation. Absolutely. But when you're like, hey, this wine sucks, it's kind of like, okay, that's a sentence. Absolutely. Now what? And yeah. So why, you know, you don't need to go there. I don't think you're so either. Big. What was you're it? too big. Oh, thank you. God, you guys. <laughs> guys. 
I'm like, Guys. can I be on this podcast like every week instead of going to my therapist? Because this is like really helping. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why we're here. Yeah, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I am critical of wines, um, especially like right now in the natural wine community. I feel like my job, as I, I was saying, we're all evolving. You know, like our all of our tastes are constantly evolving. Whether we're talking about food or wine or marijuana, even um, you. you know, mm. it's, it's a or coffee. Over here. Okay. Um, okay. It can be anything. So my thing now is like. For example, my criticism is like I need to be more critical of like flaws in wine, for example. Like flaws are kind of rampant. But that's more of a conversation. It's not about like picking out a specific producer and being like, hey, what the fuck? You had way too much VA in your wines this this vintage. You know, it's more like, hey, like let's talk about this broader scope of natural winemaking and what that means and our our flaws like flavors because like right now like these flaws like bretomyces and um, volatile acidity and oxidation, those things – they're kind of becoming their own flavor profile. It's kind of like oak is like went from being like a barrel to being like a flavor that people like seek out, which mm-hmm. I'm against. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm against flaws becoming flavor profiles, but that's the, that's the bigger conversation because with natural wine, like a, a wine that's made this year that is maybe extremely flawed next year might not. So why like drag that producer and like ruin their, vi- the, 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 the dudes are not making much money to begin with. So I'm like, right. why do I want to crush your, like crush your entire business by being like, this fucking sucks. Like it's not, not worth it. <laughs> it's not chill. Ernest and Gallo are just some guys out there doing God's work. We <laughs> they all know really that. are. Fred Franzia just mm. really going for it. Franzia's name is Fred. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. Someone emailed me about him, so I'm assuming <laughs> it's Fred, but meh. if not, that's what his name should be. Oh, 100%. We're outing Fred right now. That's yeah, sucks. we're outing Fred as fuck. Now, now that you've written one book, when you write your next book, what, what mistakes are you not going to make? Mm. Oh, wow. Or did you just make zero mistakes? Oh, no, I made mistakes. I'm just like, am I right? I was like, ah, oh, there's... Where does one begin? Um, yeah, yeah, there's lots of mistakes. Um, I probably wouldn't take on another full-time job. I, like, I, I didn't really... I, I sold the book, and then, like, five months later, I got offered the job at Bon Appetit. And that you was can't just, say no though. You got to make you it. Don't, work. No, 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 no. You you say yes, but mm. then like I went from being like Adderall? Mindy Kaling's assistant that like wrote about wine for fun to being like holy shit! Like you are now a professional wine writer. You're a right. college dropout. You're not a sommelier. You're writing a book, and you have to like write for your favorite newspaper. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> that's a lot. It's a. It was that's bit, really impressive. It was you paint really, a very clear picture of how stressful that. Could it be. was really stressful, and like I. So for me, it's like next time I hope that I actually make the space for myself to do but i don't know actually i don't know because now that i don't have as much shit to do i'm not as good of a writer i mean i think maybe i need the stress so i don't know that crazy environment was what yeah helped what, you. what did it yeah um that and probably um the pressure squished that coal really, into a diamond didn't it it did it did yes it you're did. a diamond look Thank there's you. a bunch of potholes oh my God, out on my street if you need something to do, you can do some road work yeah, over on uh, Rodney. No Trust one, me. No one needs me doing uh, road work. A couple My hands things are around like the house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm great at cleaning houses. Just chair squeaks. Um, I, but I think, actually, I think what I would do is I, would need, I need to start learning to write earlier in the day. My problem is I really like, mm. it's hard for me to write about wine if I'm not drinking it. So I don't really start writing until later in the afternoon. And mm. then I'm like up until the wee hours, you know? And then, and I don't, do, no one's doing their best. Great example was like I'm trying to like review. I was like reviewing like six Syrahs at like three in the morning two weeks ago. Right. None of it made sense, but I, in my mind I'm like, you gotta get it in. It's like, dude, you like maybe you should have just started writing not at five. Yeah. Like maybe you should have started writing at right. two or like whatever. You know. And just, if you start writing at two, that means you have to start drinking at one. Yeah. 
Yeah. I know, but then you know what someone said to me recently? Because I was like, no, I don't really like drinking, you know, because a lot of people, and I don't do myself any justice because I joke about how much I drink all the time, but most people think that I'm just drinking nonstop and that's not really the case. Like I wouldn't sure, have, right. I wouldn't actually have like a together life right. or anything. She has very that. clear skin. She's not yeah. fat <laughs> or you. bloated or anything like that. I'm like, like, I'm like I do have one pimple, but <laughs> it's okay. Um, so... You know, I have these, like, not rules, but, like, I generally try to, like, you know, I have a routine. And um, with wine, but it's, it, it is, or wait, this is where I was going with that. Hold on. I was like, I got lost in there. <laughs> um, a friend said to me recently, as I was explaining this to him, like, well, I don't start writing until, like, four, because that's when I feel comfortable, like, drinking, you know. He goes, it's your day, Marissa. No one can tell you what to do with it. If you, like, if you need to start drinking at noon, you need to, that's what, that's what you should do. And I'm like, well... Yeah, except then, like, a lot of times that doesn't, like, then I'm still drinking that later that night. Right. I mean, often I'm not, but then I'm like, that's a little, but then I'm like, maybe I should, like, maybe I just start drinking at noon, and then I only drink till, like, four. Maybe those are my hours that mm-hmm. I write. I don't know. But I just feel There's like There's only one way to find out what I think that's a bad you. idea, though. I'm scared of it because, like, then things like, I go to dinner, mm-hmm. and then you still want to have some wine at dinner. Oh, you're going to have wine at dinner. You're going to have wine at dinner. It is tough, but this is, I mean... It's just the plight of being a wine writer. <laughs> <laughs> this is the life that you signed up for. I know. And instead of... My poor, hard troubles. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, I think it's a blessing. Yeah. There's okay. so many people, I mean, you know, because you have the shame and the guilt of just being drunk all day, every day. <laughs> I'm not drunk so, all day, every day. I'm not saying you are. I was totally sober on Tuesday, all right? <laughs> But I mean, if you Till were four o'clock, if you were no, to, I was actually totally sober all day Tuesday. It's the worst day of the week. I know it's, it's an terrible. easy day to be sober. <laughs> yeah, I never thought about that. Like, because I feel like I'm my brain is working the best right in the, right when I wake up in the morning. Yeah. But also, that's not the best time to start drinking alcohol. Yeah, no. <laughs> I generally I wake up, I go to the gym, hmm. I then come home and walk my dogs. Mm-hmm. I then clean my house because I have like this OCD thing. Mm. Um, so it has to be tidy i also live with like three furry creatures and my husband mm-hmm. who's also furry so it's like constant four furry creatures. four furry four furry men um oh. that i'm like constantly sweeping up after mm. uh, so i do that and then by that time and then i like answer emails i do i basically do everything except writing until like two mm-hmm. and then that's when my day my career day and then around two o'clock you hear the little sometimes <laughs> the delivery yep, sometimes <laughs> Ding <then>. dong. <laughs> no those deliveries don't come to like to like six. Mm. I'm usually drinking the, the shit from the day before. Mm. At that point, as I like hiccup. And like I think that's great. Sp- it's good. I think that's an amazing life that it's a great. lot of people would be jealous of. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's really fun. I'm also, not going to say it's Also, if you lived stressful. in Europe, nobody would even look twice. What was that? If yeah, you lived if, in Europe, if, 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 if this was like, in Europe, why, no, oh, yeah, why no. would you not have wine with lunch? Yeah, why absolutely. Not, like, Has your Lyft bill increased over the last couple of years? Yeah, well, I ended up um, selling my car. Because I work from home and I either have been drinking or I'm going to go drink. So I was like, why am I, yeah. why am I, uh, I'm also carless. Cheers to that. Yeah. Cheers. So I sold my car, um, over the summer. So I was like, why am I paying like $300 a month for my car to sit in my driveway? And I like get to look at it and I loved my car and it was like a little relic of like whatever. But then I'm like, why do I need you when yeah. I'm Ubering everywhere? So my, I mean, yeah, but I get to write all of it off. Um. I get to write off all my wine, and I get to write off all of my yes. Uber and Lyft. I wasn't going to call you out before when you were talking about integrity in the workplace. Oh, I write it all off. Yeah. There's no <laughs> stipend from this newspaper you work for for wine purchases? 
Sometimes I, I mean, <laughs> well, but like I don't. So, like for example, like technically, technically they aren't supposed to cover alcohol expenses, but right. because I'm a wine writer, that they right. do. But even then, like um, the way that I do it, it's only like three grand a week. So yeah. it's like you gotta no, stretch oh God, it no. from Monday well, to Monday. But generally, but generally now, um, going back to the thing about flaws, I generally don't write about something unless I've had at least two or three bottles of it to make sure that it isn't flawed in the that vintage because it changes from bottle to bottle. Hmm. So I usually sense. don't. So I usually pay for most of it, and then the one that goes in like the photo I take for the newspaper. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, that's the one that I usually will. But I always forget to do that. I'm bad about that stuff. I'm, I, I'm like, you actually remind, reminded me that all six of those Syrahs I drank at 3 a.m. I need to get reimbursed for them. Yeah. Speaking of, let's talk, let's walk a, walk us through your hangover cures. Oh, okay, great. It's, I got one. I got one. Hold on. <laughs> for listeners at home, she just took a nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to be hungover tomorrow. It no, wasn't a chug, but it wasn't a sip. It was. It no, was a slug. It was a. It was. Well, it was, it was. I think it was less than a slug, personally, but it was between a slug and a sip. Yeah. It's been a wild week, man. It was raw. Imagine. It was it was raw wine. I was I was I was on one. I'm raw wine. Trump's in the news oh, again. I know. Where do we oh. begin? Yeah. Ugh, oh my god. I'm I'm just like. <gasps> We're not going to talk about uh, that. Yeah, we can't talk about Coke that. Coke dealer just got out on bail, so that's happening oh. again. Wait, <laughs> York. Nice. I'm like your Coke dealer as well. I'm yeah. like, can I get his number? No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Um, so hangovers. My cure for a hangover that for me. Well, first of all, as an adult now, I try to plan my hangovers. I try to be smart about it. Yeah. I try to say, yo. Don't drink a lot if you have shit to do the next day because it's not going to be good. You know, I, mm-hmm. I don't bounce back as quickly as I used to. Mm. Um, although with natural wine, the hangovers aren't as bad or as anything. But my hangover cure is um, you wake up. You immediately <laughs> drink. up. You make sure you're alive. Yeah, yeah, that works, right? No. You got to wake up. Um, you wake up. Tell the you, nurse, see you tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You wake up in the hospital, right? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. You like rip the IV out and like, be like, oh, I can't believe I'm here again. I can't afford this shit. And like run. And then Did you your son get into Stanford? No. Yeah. All right. Anyways, right. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye, Lori. Um, so you wake up, rip the IV out, run home. Mm-hmm. Um, drink a glass of water, like a full glass of water. Big daddy chug. Big daddy chug, like a real glass of water. Yeah. Then you hit the bong. Ooh. Then you get a Mexican Coca-Cola. Ooh. Then you eat a burrito. Mm. Then you uh, drink more water, um, smoke the bong again, and then you get back in bed and you sleep and then you wake up and you do it all over again until you feel Damn, better. That is shit as hell. All right. I have many questions. <laughs> yeah. That, Jason was not prepared for such an amazing answer. Where are you answer. getting your burrito from? Um, Tacos Delta. Tacos Delta breakfast burrito. Which one? Um, I don't like to do the breakfast burrito personally because there's like a little bit too much egg in it. Um, I usually sometimes I just do a bean and cheese even. You Often, should look look into the uh, chicken like the, and cheese. Okay, yeah. I, well, they have a good rice. One. They have a good one with chicken and rice and stuff too. Mm. Um, usually, I'm sending someone else to go get the burrito for me, naming right. my husband. So it's whatever he brings mm. me. I mean, I'll fuck with carnitas, like whatever he brings me. Basically, I mean, I'll even fuck with. With breakfast burritos, I just don't like too much egg. I'm not a big egg. Tacos fan. Delta does not have the a great breakfast burrito. No, it's not be the best. Oh, but it's down the it's down the street from my it's house. Not bad. So. It's not bad. It's I not actually the best prefer, thing they make either. I actually, they're only like if we're going to be real about Tacos Delta. The real key to them is that they're one of the only places that does hard shell tacos. They mm. do, yeah, they do Dorados. They do Dorados, and the Dorados. They are also are one of the few places that has menudo seven days a week. This and is it's true. Good. 
It's not bad. There you go. Okay. So usually, or if there's like leftover pizza in your fridge, that works too. Mm. Leftovers. Work. So, so you say repeat until until you feel better. Until how many cycles have you done at at the most? Hit the most. Oh, it's great. Like, have you done? Have you done have a three have you, bang? Have you hit a? Th- oh a, yeah, of course. <laughs> so <laughs> three is not it. <laughs> so you have you have three burritos. Three burritos, oh, no, not three, three burritos, because you don't cups. eat the whole burrito. You oh, can just eat oh I take all of this back from being amazing okay, to now well, being kind of interesting. Well, you can, if you don't house the whole burrito and then start over. You don't have to eat over. the whole burrito. Just eat till you're full. Okay, okay. Oh, that was a very distinct okay, point so, that was okay, missed I'm sorry, in this I'm sorry, conversation. I'm sorry. I, didn't, I, I mean, like, eat a burrito could mean anything. You could have some of the burrito. You could eat all the burrito. That's right. like up to you, however much burrito so, you need. So, I'm a small person. Yeah, we discussed I, petite and shape. So when I pictured you eating three tacos delta burritos, I was like, "This is no." Like but I probably amazing. or like for example, I've had like I've eat, I've definitely eaten like two chipotle burrito bowls in a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, but you sp- but you span them out, you know? Sure, with all your Coca Colas. And so- <laughs> <laughs> this is so great. So love it. So maybe <laughs> maybe four or five bong. Sleep, water, Oh, yeah, coke, till like burrito. 5 p.m. I mean, like, sometimes you can't sleep, so you got to put on some Law & Order SVU. What time would you go to bed Woo! before the, this hangover really occurred? Probably. Is this the sunrise If we're talking about a hangover of, like, this magnitude. Yeah, we're talking sunrise, for sure. Yeah, or like four or five. Coke okay. is involved, for sure, with this hangover. Coca-Cola? Yeah, Mexican no. Coke. Mexican yeah, Mexican Coke. Coke Colombian sure. Coke. Colombian yeah, Coke looking. and Mexican Coke. Oh, I tried out the... Try, uh, you leave Peruvian marching powder out of this. Obviously, you don't do that. I don't do that. I do Andre. a lot. I, I mean, I lot I, I'm not going to say that I'm innocent. I've definitely done cocaine. like yeah. that, uh, But I try not to because uh, <laughs> it's usually a bad idea because uh-huh. usually then you're up until four in the morning opening shit. Like, I have to have, like, uh, not... Not because of cocaine, but just because of in general. Um, I have like tags on all my wine. They're do like, really don't open do this. this. Like, yeah, do you really yeah, want to yeah. do this? Don't be a fucking asshole. Like, you're drunk right now. Because there's wines in my fridge that I'm like aging, yeah. but I'll be like, oh, I want to open it. Like, oh, I'll get like too excited. Um, damn. Yeah, I've it's got serious. a couple of bottles of whiskey and scotch that I've like hid in a place that I'll forget that yeah. it's there that are probably like shy on seven, eight years. Oh, wow. So. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because I think uh, I will be like, maybe tonight's the night. And then I'll yeah. wake up the next day and be like, yeah, last night was, was lame. Never, it's never <laughs> the we night. We were just watching like Mike Epps videos. Like, <laughs> and no. then, like, it's always like, I'm always like, the night will start out like super chill. I'll be like, just dinner. And then like, suddenly at some point, everyone is playing their favorite new rap songs. And like, mm-hmm. I'm just popping bottles. And we're so like, Jason's there. Yeah. Uh, Jason, yeah, you got to come over more. <laughs> Where's the damn invite? This is my life. I don't. This is the problem. Is like I never mean for it to happen. And the next morning, I, know, and I, I wake know. up and I'm, I'm like, oh fuck! I just drank like eight bottles of wine with people that like we don't remember them. Yeah, like you know. And I'm like, oh, but at the same time, yeah. They remember, <laughs> but at the same time, they remember you. Yeah, yeah. Those wine bottles are looking back at me like, you bitch. Like <laughs> I got you. Um, so yeah, that's my hangover cure. If you have to work though, sometimes you have to work and you can't really do that. Yeah. So the most important thing is just the Mexican Cokes and then you add coffee mm-hmm. and you cut down on the weed consumption. Unless you're one of those people that can function with a lot of marijuana. I am not. So we're weeks away from it being recreational, baby. I know it already is recreational. Sure. <laughs> it's sure. extremely recreational. Is it going to be January 1st? Yeah. No that's shit. weeks away. I just want to like pull my eyeballs out and like stomp. Yeah, on that's them. like that's six weeks away. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that fucked die. up? No, no. Yeah, I was just like, I'm talk- like, I need more wine right now. <laughs> 
I was just talking to a guy who was like, uh, I'm, I'm like playing or DJing a holiday party for his company. Oh, he was like, well, you know, it's a, it's a month out. I just wanted to get things sorted. And I was like, it's a month out? God uh, damn it. We're a month away from me DJing your Christmas party. Dude, I got an email in May about Halloween wine pairings. And I was like, go fucking kill yourself. Like, <laughs> That's you ever, an organized individual. Yeah. I'm like, I, no, but they, it backfired because I was like, go fuck yourself. Like, <laughs> yeah. first of all, Halloween wine candy, wine pairing things, trash. Yeah. All that shit, trash. But yeah. uh, I hate that shit. Yes. Um, but... Also, it just makes you mad in May to think about October, because then October comes and you're like, why? Yeah, you. you that, we're, it's bad news. It's not living in the present. No, it's speaking not. Speaking of anxiety and hangovers, <laughs> I was going to say speaking of pairing, but yeah, let's go with yours. We're going to food podcast. We're going to go with. Uh, <laughs> no. I just wanted to talk about anxiety for a little bit, and yeah. then we're going to get into some pairings. Poor Andre. No, no, no. no For no. listeners at home, Andre just uh, slammed his head into the microphone. That yeah. is aggressive. Well, it wasn't quite slamming. It was like more of a rub of like, oh no. It was a rub. Well, I found that my largest source of anxiety is from when I'm hungover from mm-hmm. alcohol. And I know that yeah. Andre has been on a sober journey as of late. I know. Yeah, I would have offered you wine. But so how's, just... how has that, how's that been affecting your anxiety, Andre? What? <laughs> He's like, I'm not anxiety. He's like, anxiety's gone. No, yeah, that's fine. Um, I just haven't. I live in a constant state of anxiety, so it really has nothing to do with like my alcohol consumption. Mm -hmm. Um, I there was a a, really, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just a really really anxious person. I probably should be medicated for it, but I can't because I drink so much alcohol. Mm. Like you, I can't like I actually like can't take. Well, I probably could if i went to a doctor and lied and was like i don't drink a bottle of wine every day it would not or be a five good days idea. a week yeah right. no it's a really bad idea like i'm i'm very much like i'm i've witnessed firsthand like what um particularly like xanax and ativan and alcohol can do to someone and so i'm super like not into that vibe like i'm very very against mixing yeah mixing on their things. own very cool on their own wine great <laughs> ativan and xanax also separate but done you know taken as they are dosed to you in a right. responsible way. Great. But, you know, I, I work in wine. So for me, um, I, can't, I can't really take it. And so I, I do take Klonopin at night to help me sleep because otherwise I just have crazy racing thoughts. Mm. Um, but it doesn't, for me, it's just I live in a constant state of anxiety. So it doesn't really, um, the, the alcohol or the hangovers don't really make a difference. Of course, like hangovers are a little more stressful mm. just because you know that you probably should be getting shit done. Like yeah. if you didn't plan your hangover correctly. But, um, it doesn't really make a difference to me. Hitting the gym helps. Yeah, yeah. I gotta. You gotta live a healthy lifestyle. I eat really healthy, uh, or do my best to eat really healthy. And I drink, you know, natural wine that doesn't have any chemicals in it, and mm-hmm. I work out, and I, you know, just I wash my face every night. Uh, just do the things <laughs> that like. Just do the things that like make you feel good and balanced and happy, and like um, pray, but not to God because I don't believe in that. But I mean, just like pray to yourself that like everything will be okay. <laughs> it all checks out. Yeah. <laughs> Are there so any- pairings? No, so Andre, let's talk about some pairings. <laughs> sure. Um, Do you want to my my new fave pairing? This it's podcast like- and that weed whacker outside. <laughs> no, I've actually been wondering about that this whole time. I'm like, is this even going to be usable? <laughs> if not, it's fine. I still had a good time. No, no, no. It's totally usable. Sometimes we will. Sometimes the neighbors will be doing check lawn maintenance, out. but it doesn't really pick up on the microphones that much. It's not yeah. that big of a deal. It's only a minor inconvenience. Oh. Well, lately. Oh, wait. So a recent wine pairing is an unexpected one. 
<laughs> Good lead-in. Uh, um, You've got my attention. It's not that exciting, actually. But um, Is it a burrito? N- no, although burritos, no, I'm just, I'm just burritos, we got a whole thing with that. Burritos and Beaujolais actually go great together. But oh. what I love right now is actually um, also Beaujolais, but any like light French red wine. Um, and LaCroix, blackberry, cucumber. You drink those side by side. Wow. So delicious. Like a sidecar? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you just have to, well, because. Well, I didn't even know there was blackberry cucumber flavor. Very um, good. What? It's in the thin can? The tall yeah, it guy? only comes in the thin can. It only, calls, and it's it only comes hard in the tall find. boy. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to find. They have it at Whole Foods. But that's the only place black they have it. They don't have it. Or black cherry? I like blackberry. I don't fluff with. I don't fluff with blackberry. I don't fluff with blackberry. Oh, yeah. Hell no. No, blackberries, are you, I don't fuck with black cherry. Black cherry flavored anything always tastes like cough syrup. That's an 80s soda. I kind of like that okay. cough syrup sting, though. Oh, all I'm right. With you on no Call black me cookie. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I have some Robitussin to recommend. Do a little Dr. Pepper or no? I can fuck with some Dr. Do Pepper. A pep? Yeah, I can do some pep. I can okay. do some pep. I'm mostly a Coca Cola, but so my, my, my day is I drink a lot of liquor. Like, that's part of my. Well, my, you live in Silver Lake, so. Yeah, well, it's not. Yes, yes. Yeah, you're required. Exactly. <laughs> well, also, too, it's like a part of my artistic process. Uh, so it's like I have to drink LaCroix. That's mm-hmm. like my thing. I mm-hmm. have a soda stream. Not yeah. good enough. Art fuel. Um, I, need, I need reg Topo Chicos. Regs. Reg Topo Chicos. You're a bubbler. Yeah. Oh, I need I need bubbles nonstop, and then I love the blackberry cucumber Lacroix, but it goes so well with French reds, like light French reds, like the Beaujolais and like Loire. What doesn't Delicious. go well with the Beaujolais? This is though. true, but there's something that goes so like the blackberry cucumber really, really works. I don't know what it is. It's so delicious. It's like my favorite thing mm, to the point I where I don't. It. I hide. I hide my blackberry cucumber Lacroix now. Like I don't let people have them. Are there notes on them? Like don't open these. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, like if my husband has his friends over, I'm like, don't fucking touch any of this. Don't Damn. touch any of that. Have you ever thought about making? Do his friends your- come back when they come over once? <laughs> they do. Okay. Because cool. I give them a lot of delicious wines. I just can't have my Lacroix. Have you ever thought about making your own blackberry cucumber soda yourself? I had not. Or you mean like me, like at home, like in my soda stream? That's right. No, why would I? No, I don't have time for that shit. Also, yeah, (laughs) never, it never. Here's my problem with Soda Stream. I I, I really enjoy. I really like my Soda Stream. It just seems nice to have like a nice organic farmers market cucumber and a blackberry that you get the perfect ratio to, and then of course, but you do not keep the carbonation when you do that. Um, See, it comes in that thing, and then like it has to be there. There can't be any solids in there to get the right bubbles going. Yeah. Also, I once tried to make a sangria with my uh, soda stream. Don't do that. (laughs) That. Oh, you're doing this like you're not (laughs) okay. Don't do that. (laughs) So you are trying to carbonate with all the stuff in the. Yeah, that is. That is Soda Stream 101. Never. <laughs> I didn't know that. You only you carbonate water, then add to. <laughs> I didn't know. That. I didn't know the red men stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no. also, then you have to get into molecular gastronomy if you don't want to have some gross, pulpy, bootleg, homemade shit where someone's like, "Yeah, this is why I buy it." You make a consommé. Yeah. 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 I just don't really. I I really like. I just I just like fresh carbonation. Mm-hmm. It really is. It is one of my. It, you know, a lot of people would assume that. Wine is my greatest vice, but I think it's actually my consumption of carbonation. Yeah, of carbonation. I need so much of it. <laughs> it's just what I love, man. That and caffeine. Mm. Lots of espresso. You drink your coffee black? Oh, yeah. Just straight espresso. Double espresso. This is definitely a writer's lifestyle. Just going for it, man. I like that it. That and lots of cocaine. No, I'm just kidding. What? Yeah. 
But you don't like smoke out of your window inside your house? N- no cigarettes. That'd be a cool thing. I know, right? I, I tried cool. to smoke for like eight months. Like I would like to drive by your house and just see you perched in the window. With I would a feel dish so glove. European. I would be really European then. I, I would just be like, just like, oh, sit in the windowsill with one leg up. I could do that because I don't. I have like a bay window with like no like screens on it, so I could wow. really, I could really. That sounds beautiful. I know. I could really be someone. I mean, New Year's is around the corner. A resolution. <laughs> Resolution, start smoking, start smoking cigarettes start smoking. again. That would be the most, like, just in a, a dinner party conversation, like, so let's, uh, let's do a New Year's Eve uh, resolution. Say some of our like, resolutions. Smoking in my house. I just think <laughs> smoking in my, my house New would really uh, uh, just take my career to the next level. No. You know? Smoking, fine. Indoor smoking, though. Smoking in the house. Yes, with my pets <laughs> and, like, all the things I love and just making sure that everything smells awful forever. 2018, more smoking in bed. Yes. Oh, Yeah. I'm like, I smoke a lot of bongs in bed, but I could take it to the... To the Ooh, bed stand Somebody bong. asked me a question. Ooh, bed stand bong, all about it. <sighs> Married life sounds nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my husband packs it, smokes it, and then leaves it at my, on my bedside table. Damn. Well, I'd say marry him, but... I know. Is he like, listening to this pod right now, do you think? He, um... 50-50? 50-50. I mean, there you're, is... You're a good man. He, yeah, we'll, we'll see. It's funny, um, you know that app Time Hop? Yeah. Have you heard of this? So it brings up like your old tweets or your old Instagrams from like that day, whenever. Mm. And like two. And it's usually never good. No, um, (laughs) I actually use it mostly to delete old things that are embarrassing. Um, But a couple weeks ago, one came up. That shirt. Oh, I know, right? Or just like, why did you you didn't have to tweet that? Um, (laughs) That should have never been tweeted. Like that band was awful. Um, But my my husband, like one of the tweets was like. Um, my boyfriend just asked me what my blog URL was, and it was like an unhappy face. And what's funny about that is like it's just the name of my book. Like it's like that's like what I, what I went on to do, and it's like oh, he didn't even like know that I was like uh, writing about wine, oh. really. So who knows if he's listening to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure he is because he's so supportive and sweet. What do you do, oh. babe? Like wine or some shit? Yeah, it's cool. Thought yeah, you were more just like, uh, blackberry and cucumber lacrosse for my guys here, yeah. babe. <laughs> He's the exact opposite. He like brings me coffee every morning in bed. Mm-hmm. Sweetest guy. Bring, leaves me bongs at night. Brings me coffee I in the morning. It. I'm I'm a queen in my domain. Empress. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of that, somebody asked me a question last week that didn't make the pod because sometimes we could do a lot of Twitter questions. Okay. Yeah. They, they said, "What is an acceptable, if there is one, food to eat in bed?" And I could only think of one. Mm-hmm. Because that's a tough one. I mean, as a neat freak, I'm so nothing I, worse than f- crumbs in the bed, right? Yeah, but sometimes you, sometimes, sometimes you gotta eat something in bed. Sometimes I, you gotta eat something in bed. I think this might be all right. It's only because I've done it. Oh yeah, I'm like, listening. This is this is some, fried Oreos. First of all, <laughs> yes, exactly. The most Pozole. crummy. <laughs> the most crummy. Yeah. yeah. I'm like actually beef bourguignon. Um, <laughs> no, um, I would say. Well, first of all, if you're gonna eat something in bed, like your sheet, like you need to. Are we talking about like in? Are you in the sheets? Yeah, for or are you sure. on top of the covers comforter? up? I think for for the for the <laughs> sake of this convo, we got to be in the covers. Okay, yeah. First for of all, sure. you need to make sure that your comforter is like all the way up to your neck, like <laughs> all like, the way up to your bottom. Like, like a, yeah, are you talking like, about a lobster bib situation? Yeah, like you need like not. You need a full body condom Dude, with only I your s- mouth exposed. I sleep like. Do you need a spotter for this situation? You're no, describing you don't. to make sure you no, don't choke no, out. No, no, <laughs> but you need to make sure that the the crumbs don't get in the bed because that's gross. I don't want crumbs on me. Um, crumbs can get like behind your knees. Oh, like yeah, gross. Like, but that's part of the question: is is there a food? The, okay, here's the food that I think it is something that's not too crumbly, but like satisfies something that you would be eating in bed is cold pizza. 
because it stays together mm-hmm. really well. I was yeah. going to say cut fruit. Oh, that's well. Here's that mine. gets a little sticky though. Here's mine. Here's my solution to that: frozen grapes. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. I've actually eaten frozen or uh, like cold pizza in bed though. Like, like I came home mm-hmm. uh, from one of these crazy wine events, and I was like, <laughs> oh, I really need to. I was like, I went and went to bed, and then smoked the bong, and then I was like, fuck, I really want some of that pizza. <laughs> But I also and don't want to not bell, be in bed. No, no, my husband didn't know about this. I was like, I like pulled like a George Costanza, except like I wasn't also having sex. But I was just like eating pizza cold <laughs> in bed while my husband slept next to me, being like, he would be so disgusted if he knew that. I was just like, like very like, this just is like, great. <laughs> like, so so quiet, just quiet also, eating. Like, also, why did I just eat in the kitchen? I don't know. Babe, did you hear that? No, I think it was like a car backfiring. Or something. <laughs> I don't know what it was. So you, so you pull open the drawer next to your bed, one one plate with a single slice yes. is on there, Absolutely. like George. Yes, mm. yes, exactly. I was just, uh, it was waiting so for good. me. Actually, that's what I need, actually, in my life. <laughs> I need all my foods to just be waiting for me to eat. Maybe you should get a mini fridge next to your bed. No, except I can't because of crumbs. Ah! <laughs> so gross. <laughs> so bad. Crumbs. Yeah, no, nothing worse than waking up in bed and then and just seeing like, Maybe like a little bit of shredded lettuce. Just oh, oh it's just mm. bad. I just thought about something falling out of a Del Taco taco That's like exactly that. Oh yeah, chicken yeah. softy for sure. Oh my a, god, yeah, just a banger for oh the my god. pizza. You almost like if you get the right slice, it could fall on your sheet face down. You could pick it up, and, it, and nothing, 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 yeah. nothing. It's like it's Scotch guarded. Exactly. <laughs> as long as it's been in the fridge, it's fine. It's yeah. almost natural wine event proof. Yeah, exactly. It's really it's oh. it's it's the only thing. I would yeah, say. you could almost do coke off that surface of cold pizza. You can totally do coke off a of cold pizza. No, that's true. I'm no, like, like I, seriously. Like that's actually how I finished my book. If we want to s- talk about. It. <laughs> well, speaking of finish, we have to finish this pod up by saying the best thing that we ate all week, y'all. Andre, why don't you go first? I don't really have one. Maybe we should ask your mailman. Oh God, Andre. There he is. Um, I made a peanut. You guys butter. have the same sunglasses. <clears throat> Uh, wait, which one? Really? You in the mailman? He's wearing yeah, Oakley. He's like, no, yeah, right over there. That's <laughs> Oakley. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's wearing... Oakley boys. Ayo. You look like you should be like bombing down a mountain in the 80s, like, push it to the limit, like skiing. <laughs> That's the vibe. I don't. I never wear these sunglasses because of the way I look in them. Yeah, it's silly. But they feel really comfortable and they offer great protection if you want to try oh, them. Oh, I'll try them. I've got a photo of Jason in those sunglasses... Smoking a cigarette on a fishing boat in a matching brown Sean John velour tracksuit. Wow! Oh my god! That's a be- that seems like it should be on a mantle. circa 2004 maybe on a fishing boat in a Sean John ripping velour. a cig in full sun, probably th- a Budweiser in your hand, matching brown jump. That's great. I think it needs to be on a mantle. I didn't choose this life of sea. No, it's circle of trust only, but I've got it back pocketed, baby. Circle of trust, except for everyone who's listening to this podcast. Well, I mean, they're not going to see it. Circle of trust. You painted a picture. Well, the best thing I ate all week, Andre, since I prepared something. Okay, I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, (gasps) and then I split split open a young Thai coconut and (laughs) (laughs) took out all the coconut flesh. A split open a young tie. How did you? How did you? Coconut. <laughs> yeah. Did you use like one of those big coconut like knife guys? No, you just take like if you have a knife. Well, you that's a, your mail. A machete. 
You can I take it was a, a vent. Oh, no. What happened? I didn't realize that. Th- I thought that was just a vent in the wall. No, that's for mail. That's my slot. Wow. You can take Mine a cleaver as long as it's not like a Japanese vegetable cleaver. Or so you split you have... up in a young tie, what, and then you use a, a cleaver, you mm-hmm. say? Okay. <laughs> Put down plastic all over the floor. Dexter well, yeah, style. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. You got a Dexter the kitchen. And mm-hmm. make sure you have the bleach nearby. <laughs> no, it's really, they're really easy to open if you've never done it. It's not that complicated. I don't really Young do coconuts, things. basically, they're soft. All right, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> Please well, tell me more about these soft, young coconuts. They're, when you they're just split so them wide easy. Open. Just to, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. And they leave when you're done. It's great. Oh, all right, so, so normally nice. when I get a coconut, they just cut a circle in the top like you're going to empty out a pumpkin and then you then you go from there but you split it in half well it's well i got the so you cut the, you split the top i don't off. even know if that was a serious question or not <laughs> get the coconut water out okay and wait, the then coconut wa- oh okay wait I, in my mind i'm like oh you went and got coconut water out of the fridge why would you do that like a harmless harvest no yeah, yeah. so you've got the whole coconut in the fridge on on chill yeah because you want that crispy coming out mm-hmm. nice and cold yeah, Cut yeah, the yeah. top off. Okay. Drain it. Drain it. Split the coconut in twain. In Scoop twain. out the flesh. Take young coconut <laughs> flesh. Put in peanut butter and jelly Sounds sandwich. Sexy. Delicious. Wait, you put Whoa. the coconut. You didn't want to tell us this? Nobody was listening. You guys just kept talking. No, that's not true. You first said you didn't want to. You didn't have. I said I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. No, at first you said though that you didn't want to say. You you buried the lead. Yeah, yeah. First of all, you said I didn't prepare anything. I didn't prepare anything. And And then then you bury the lead and just say, "Oh, I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich." We're like, "All right, never." I guess you don't want to play this game. And then I guess you you don't want to listen. Fake news. He he buried the lead, and I liked it. I know it's good. That was really good. So wait, but so and with this coconut, like the so you're a damn freak. First of all, yeah, you I made a peanut butter and jelly and young coconut flesh. So some people call it coconut cream when it comes out of a young coconut. You listening? I'm listening 100. But the flesh is so soft that it's not like when you take a, a mature coconut. It's real nice. <laughs> so, but wait, so in like, um, so because to me, so I don't really uh, fuck with coconut. Oh. Because that's the wrong word. Considering that, no, it's very appropriate. Uh, so we haven't been. Uh, so I don't really fuck with coconuts that often. Uh, so when you're talking about how you put this in the sandwich, is it like shaving? Like so, it's like or how you can it, like, take. Uh, you can take. I'm a like spoon. just wondering how much coconut you put in the sandwich. Decent amount. Uh, okay. Wow, I think that sounds incredible. I kind of want to do that and somehow add ice cream. So the okay to go back to the young nubile flesh I have of the 300 coconut. Three hundred follow-up questions. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. About so nubile if you've never, Thai flesh. If you've never so you had like young coconut, stuff? you said <laughs> you're about to fucking lose the microphone. I swear to God. <laughs> um, the, the, Which is the, cool, I get that. Andre's taste, like, why did you invite the wine person here? Like a young wine, the taste and texture of coconut meat when it's young is totally different. So if you're thinking about like mm-hmm. and like regular coconut meat, you can't even really even shave it up. Yeah. It's so soft it comes out and it's almost like, mm-hmm. it, depending on, it can be, even be as soft and incredibly delicious as like almost a pudding. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So I guess much like the fat on a pig, perhaps. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm about a suckling pig. Oh, Talking wow. about like a young Thai suckling. So rough to go from something vegetarian okay, to something so, so dark. We're doing creamier, crunchy peanut butter. Crunchy salted. Oh. Yeah. Come on. You need Wait, texture. are you a creamier or are you a crunchy? I'm a crunch head. Oh, thank God. I'm yeah. a big cruncher. Ah! Creamy. Creamy. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, what's wrong with you? I mean, you're fine, but also, what's wrong with you? What? Yeah. And, and I think, and I want to know what kind of jelly is involved mm. that's dancing with your coconut. Full seed raspberry. 
Dude, is it the one with the accursive writing? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yes, I love that one. <laughs> That's a good one. I don't even know what it's called, but I'm just like, ooh, cursive writing, it's cute. Cursive yeah. writing, and then does it have like a checkerboard red and white lid? Top. Yeah. No, black. Well, oh, black. no, it's black. It is black. Mm-hmm. But they make a good blackberry one, too. Mm-hmm. So full seed raspberry jelly, mm-hmm. crunchy PB. Salted. Salted. Yeah. Wait, do you add the salt? Yeah, I, I do. Add, it is salted, and then I add Maldon. What kind of peanut butter? Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Okay. Trader wow, you guys both said that like I'm an idiot. It's the best. I think the Trader Joe's chunky salted peanut butter Cadillac. is delicious. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Whoever makes that peanut butter for them, whichever it is. You I need to get a, a box of it instead of a box of razors. <laughs> I try yeah, a shout lot. Shout out to Harry's Razors. Still the best. Uh, shout out to Harry's Razors, my favorite razor club. The next podcast, you'll be hearing an actual commercial about Harry's Razors. So you let me do it. Don't shave. <laughs> all of our, all the fellas out there, don't shave. All the don't ladies, do don't shave. I just joined Dollar Shave Club. So oh, did you? Hell yeah. yeah! I did just. God fucking. We we do so not fuck with Dollar Shave Club on this side now. Mm-hmm. This no, Harry's. Over I didn't here, know. Baby. I didn't know. Had I known, it's fine. Had I known, we'll cut this. So then you and, just scoop. These little little spoonful flaps. You've never opened up a young like you've never taken a Thai. Coconut. I totally have. I yeah, totally yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. But I have never placed it onto a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Fair. What gave you the but, idea? But when you were, <laughs> what's that? What gave you this idea to do this? Yeah, we're the ones who smoke weed. You, yeah, you don't. Smoke I'm like, weed. I've done some dumb fucking shit. I ate a casserole <laughs> made of Doritos last night. So <laughs> I have done similar things with Doritos and Fritos. Um, who hasn't? I don't know. I think I wanted the the coconut water, and then I wanted the sandwich, mm-hmm. and then I wasn't gonna you just leave. Weren't high, not high. Well, wasn't. speaking of what you're saying, and drugs, and, and drugs. I did make a peanut butter and jelly quesadilla. Those sure. are bomb. A dude. few days ago, <laughs> yeah, that was the stunner <laughs> response that I was yeah. hoping for. Those are bomb, dude. Yeah, <laughs> sick. Those are bomb. The only problem for listeners at home when you eat a quesadilla, a peanut butter and jelly quesadilla, that peanut butter gets volatilely oh hot. God, so hot. It gets very hot. Dude, it fucks your shit up. <laughs> it does. Also, I like when you add a little bit of cinnamon to the peanut butter mm. and jelly cinnamon quesadilla. Cinnamon in the quesadilla? Yes. Damn. <laughs> What, what this this sounds like a sativa hybrid strain at For play. Sure. Yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're yeah. doing a cinnamon duster, just a little cinnamon. Just I mean, cinnamon little. duster also sounds like a literal strain of weed, which I it like does, a lot yeah. too. Let me get like a let me get like a quarter of the cinnamon duster. Yeah, sounds <laughs> like you buying in quarters now. It's kind of heady. Yeah, it's chill. <laughs> I'm not buying in quarters. All right, why not, mom? Yeah, why if not? you're listening, I'm not buying in quarters. <laughs> She doesn't know what a quarter is. It's a quarter ounce it's of weed, qu- okay, it's a, Mom? It's the size of a quarter. It's like actually the best way to buy weed. <laughs> it's a it's it's very economically affordable. It's and like it just- a lid if you live through Vietnam. <laughs> and my Yeah. And my pairing for a PB and J glass of almond milk. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's almost integral for yeah. me. Yeah, that's it, good. It's hard to because I use milk. I do milk and coffee in the morning, so there's always milk in the fridge, and it's sure, hard to not milk. have like a small glass of milk with PB and J. Yeah, it kind of it's it's just like Mexican Coke and uh, burritos, burritos and burrito. hangovers and bong rips. Yeah. What about you, Ross? Best thing that you you ate all week? Um, the best thing I ate all week was um, after so Raw was this two day event. Um, Sunday kept it totally together, and Ross, your girl, was so professional. Was just like, I mean, I was still really fun. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, still drank, but. Very professional, kept it together, went home, you know, watched Took a movie. The belt off. 
Yeah, exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then beat my... No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> took the belt off, did that t- thing where you blow your bangs, like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this day. Um, so Sunday, I was, like, totally together. Monday, I was like, yo, this is my day, which was bad because I did not plan my hangover for Tuesday. So, mm. but that night, I went to the... I, di- I didn't want to go. I was like, this is not a good vibe. You know, when you've been, you've been drinking at these festivals... Ten- you went to Tenants? Oh my god, no. No, I do not go there. Oh my god, no. I'm like I just had like flashbacks and just like ah. Um, That's what I was hoping for. So after um Raw, um I got talked into going to the Ace uh downtown. Mm-hmm. And they just got a new chef, um I'm pretty sure on the at, at the downstairs. The chef from Providence. Yeah, is now doing is their now menu. doing the food at the Ace. And wow, that fucking cheeseburger was the best cheeseburger I'd had because I was like mm. I hadn't like I hadn't eaten that much that day mm-hmm. and I drank a lot in that cheeseburger mm. just really hit the spot and made me so happy and it was like such a simple to i like i love when like everyone's gotten crazy with burgers and like mm. that's great there's a place for a crazy burger but for me i really just want a delicious cheeseburger with like just the right amount of like lettuce maybe mm-hmm. maybe a slice of tomato i've kind of gotten over tomato in my burgers lately oh really i don't know why i'm i'm, I'm not a, I'm, I'm i don't like the, well. i don't like the i don't like the the, all the gushiness. It's like, it takes away. Lots of pickles, some mm. onions. Mm-hmm. Just really hit the spot. And it made me so happy after a day of drinking. And then I went on to go drink more. And, yeah, that's called the yeah. BTU Burger. The restaurant's called Best Girl at the Ace. Re- ne- is that what they changed it? Is that what it's always been called? No, they just changed oh, it. Oh, uh, yeah. See, I was so drunk, I did not even know what was going on. Yeah, the guy, the chef from Providence, which is uh, a world-renowned... World-renowned Michelin star. Yeah. Often ranked number one at restaurants in LA. two stars. Yeah, mm. they're, 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 they're a big deal. But this says potato bun, cheddar, caramelized onion, dill relish with fries. That sounds yeah. great. It was, it was amazing. It really, really, really was... Just what I needed. Really, I plan on going there soon. Yeah, it really took me from like I was probably working at a at a at four at that point in terms of my energy levels <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and drunkness, and then rev me back Will up to, to like live. an eight. Yeah, wow. Mm. And then I was able to go and like do my 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 duties at the after party, which that sounds like bad. <laughs> All my duties. How long have you been stripping for? Yeah. So only about six months, but it's going great. Yeah. Um, just you know, trying it out since my contract for Bon Appetit, the sure. newspaper is up it's for still kind renewal. Of, yeah. yeah. yeah I get so that. just wanted to like try out something new. Smart. Yeah. It is smart. Just like di- um, diversifying my portfolio. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's all about multiple income revenues. Gotta have it all. You can't have a perfume. You gotta start stripping. Like there's no in between. Girl, tell me about it. Total package. Where do we have the time? You know what I mean. You gotta just find it. Ross, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for having me. What was the best thing you ate? Oh yeah, you didn't say yours. It was nachos. Oh. Did you make them? I did not make them. It was at our our friend Dan's house. Oh yeah, Momo destroys there was, nachos. Um, there was a thing. It was a, it was a nachos, but it was on a large baking sheet. Oh yeah. So like like a three foot long, big ass boy. Yes. And then the the meats were it was separated into two two hemispheres. There's there's a seasoned ground beef, and then there's like a stewed Ooh. like green chili chicken. Ooh. And then, but I think the real kicker was the. Um, Every all the elements were individually seasoned. I think, and that's like what really makes a, a good nacho a great one. Like the beans were like everything has to be really good enough to eat on its own. Absolutely, and I'm a huge nacho fan. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, big nacho. Right. Like, big we could have done the math. Shout out to nachos. Side, bong, bet yeah. Bong. yeah. <laughs> we do cast iron nachos in our house. Mm. And those are, that, mm. but it's very similar in style. Like you make, you have to make everything on its own. Like you can't just dump and pour nachos. Right. That's a shit nacho. Yo, why don't they make cast iron sheet pans? Because they weigh eighty pounds. That's fine. I work out. I feel like Must yeah, be I mean, nice. yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, why don't you go to the gym, melt down one of your kettlebells? But I feel like it would just have to be smaller, right? You can no, have... but I mean, if look, I have items that I have have items that heavy. I have Lake Crusade big pieces that are at least forty pounds, fifty pounds. Like you could definitely. I mean, I carry cases of wine in yeah. my house all day long. So, but I just don't know why I can do a pull I've up. Never seen like a I cannot do really it. good cast iron. I mean, it'd be a pain to clean and to season and take care of, but worth but it. But cast irons are already certain... a pain in the ass to clean and yeah. you know, like that's this is a good question, Andre. I want I want like a nice half sheet pan made out of cast I, iron. You know what? I support it because couldn't you do the cast iron like a little bit thinner? If it was a sheet pan, like it wouldn't have to be as thick as the pan, like the normal right, pan. It would lose I a little it, bit of like how much heat retention, it, like depending on how thick your cast but iron I mean, is, but what is else how are, much it retains heat. But of course, but like if you're using it for nachos, for, if you're using it for sheet pan nachos, or sure. like anything in a sheet pan probably doesn't need as much heat as a normal cast iron anyways. Very good point. But then also you would just end up putting that cast iron sheet pan over two burners on your stove and then using that as a big ass... Griddle. Big ass <laughs> griddle surface. You can yeah. do that, yeah. Dude, which would be well, they so make tight. That. They already make those, but then you would just need to have the, the little lips on the sides. Mm-hmm. Get a little lips. Mm-hmm. Always got to have a little lips. Just get a little bit of that young Thai lip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a great time for us to be making so many sexual innuendos. <laughs> come, at your, come at your boy. <laughs> that is a great idea. But uh, yeah, I think that is the, that's the best thing I ate. And always make sure every ingredient that you put on your nacho is season final question yes. for the nacho they were debating this while making it are you chips cheese then topping or chips topping and then cheese as the final layer to seal it all in um personally i think you got to do two layers you got to do like chips like a thin layer of the filling thin layer of cheese more chips Thicker layer than cheese. I was gonna say the same thing. I'm you gotta very, do it like double. I'm you gotta like treat like a. You gotta like treat like a club sandwich. Okay, I'm, we're not talking about layers. I'm just talking about the three elements of. I think the cheese goes on top. Cheese goes on top. I think it, uh, we we I took don't know. we I surveyed don't know. the hard. room and it was fifty fifty for people who think cheese goes on top versus cheese touches the chip. See, I also like my nachos. Um, probably on the slightly lighter side of cheese. He's a sauce man, though. He's not a. He's not mm. a. He's not a shred. If we're doing, sh- yeah, very much nacho cheese sauce. But if oh, I am doing see, a, I'm a shreddy, shred. I'm a shredder too. I feel like if you put so much cheese that you can't see the toppings, that's too much. No, cheese No, no, no. But me. that's like. But that's just bad form. So I'm saying like you can do cheese and toppings at the same time, and at, at the right mixture, there is no layer. It's all incorporated. Absolutely. Ooh. I think that that's. I think that that's true. And I Why think not that have that's. Both? I think that with with uh, it's like all about the distribution because you want also too though I actually do like some of the Escobar over here talking about the distro mm-hmm. okay baby it's all about the distribution <laughs> all right all right <laughs> I like I actually do mm-hmm. like some chips not to have anything on them because then it gets you gives you the chance to like scoop it all up mm. you know like you know so it doesn't all, like the thing with like the cheese touching all the chips. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the person that made the nachos used some like shitty cheese that I don't want to eat all that mm-hmm. cheese. Like, you know, what if it's like Kraft Monterey pre shredded? You don't want Sawdust. that, Ugh. you know. But what if they well, made? You leave. Well, yeah, then you leave. <laughs> That's of course, the dumb ant. Like you, you leave, leave that house. You leave that house. You can't. Obviously, can't trust again. anyone. But 
but maybe but maybe they had delicious like um, you know, um, very like, like yeah, or, or something. Yeah, nice. who knows, man? Like, so I mean, it's all yeah, about there, the there's two. There's people who like everything to be all well mixed in and homogenized, and there's people who like little pockets of things. Like chefs will make sure everything is seasoned correctly, yeah. or some chefs will be like just a little, a little bit of salt here, a little bit of salt here. And then so like you have a contrast in in different. But you flavors. don't want a contrast in nachos. You 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 don't. You want nachos. You want nachos. This ain't Noma, bitch. Nachos is like you just want them in your face, and they they're supposed mm. to taste like nachos. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn right. With even in distribution. Last time I checked, this was still America. Yeah, and we like our <laughs> nachos point. tasting like goddamn nachos. <laughs> All right, Ross. People can find you online at. Marissa uh, A. Ross yep. on socials. Yes, uh, Marissa A. Ross for it, it all. And then um, Wine All wine the time, time is the book. Yeah. Bon Appetit is the, the newspaper. Is the newspaper <laughs> that every time it shows up on my doorstep every morning, I'm, I'm delighted to read it. Oh, mm-hmm. me too. It's a, it's, a, it's a fantastic read. I can do all almost all the crossword puzzles. Sundays give me a tough time with it, it though. The, the cartoons are what uh, kind of get me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the caption contest, I'm like, Bon Appetit. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, no. just make them a little easier, you know? <laughs> You Same. can follow me on social media at them jeans under Connor has no social media because he's <gasps> cool. Wow. TheStewPodcast.com is the website. Thanks, Ross. Thank you for Thanks having me. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Always a treat. I'm like, wait, now I got to check some wine. Uh-oh. 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 Bye. Bye.